0: Hello and welcome once again to the Wide Teams podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. Located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at WideTeams. This is episode 82. I am your host, Avdi Grimm, and joining me today is Amos King. Amos, Amos, you've got a lot of hats, don't you?
1: (laughs) I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, Why don't you uh,
0: introduce yourself briefly?
1: um, Okay. Um, My name is Amos King. I am a senior developer uh, for a Rails consultancy called The Able Few out of St. Louis, Missouri. I kind of... Bounce all over on projects there. Um, I work remotely, uh, from central Missouri. I also run, I am the organizer of the St. Louis Ruby group and recently started a, uh, Ruby group in Rolla, Missouri, which is eight miles from me, uh, trying to get some college kids from there involved in, in Ruby and just Actually, just good software practices in, in general, some testing, and some object-oriented design things that you don't normally learn in college. So that's my goal. I have I have three kids and and a wife, so I'm a little busy there too. So life is life is pretty crazy. I, I go nonstop, but uh, I try to keep doing what I do. Wow. So let's see. One thing
0: that you don't do anymore is commute, right?
1: That's right. Uh, I used to commute. Uh, 108 miles each way. Good grief. Uh, for six and a half years, five and a half years uh, at the same company, um, which I think speaks highly to that company. I mean, to drive four hours a day, you kind of have to be uh, excited to go to work. But uh, as my kids got older and my body got older, I just got tired of sitting in the car that long. Uh, and due to family reasons, was was unable to move at the time, and, and still can't. So um, I started. I uh, a couple of years ago started talking to the people at the Able Few. They actually host the location for the Saint Louis Group and um, they came and said, "Hey, we'll we'll let you work from home if you want to." So. I work most of my time from home. I do go up to the office in St. Louis. Usually one or two days a month, I'll go up for um, the day of the Ruby meeting in St. Louis, and then I, since it gets out pretty late, I just uh, crash up there at a friend's house and then stay through the next day, uh, which is it's interesting to work there. But we also have people in Indianapolis, and everybody's always uh, – Online talking to the pe- the two guys in Indianapolis and, and to me remotely. So even when you're in the office, uh, other than lunchtime is, is almost the same as being remote. We do all of our communication through asynchronous means like hip chat and, um, except for once in a while when we need to get a meeting together and we'll use other tools like Google Hangouts and go to meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really find that I enjoy the asynchronous communication because if, uh, I'm gone or somebody's gone from, from the meeting time. They can still come in and, uh, get the feedback there and, and they didn't miss anything. And, and sometimes like what's really been helpful for me because I worked at my, my last job was all pair programming and tight little groups and, and switching pairs every hour or so. So I was used to moving around and being around a lot of people. Sometimes when we'll have a meeting, We'll just go ahead and leave Google Hangouts on even after the meeting's over and continue to talk uh, while we're working, even if we're working on separate things or if we're pairing, we'll go ahead and leave it open. And and, and that's that's good to get a little bit of social interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's a little awkward sometimes because, you know, I'm not watching them, but I might have my camera on, so it's like you're being watched by somebody. Right, <laughs> and it's a little different than being watched by somebody who's sitting next to you and pairing with you. Um, mm. So uh, sometimes I shut off my camera during that, but just having that background noise has been really good. And I found a few tools that I use to to um, to give me a little bit of background noise. One I know that we've talked about was Coffitivity, which is it's just a website that. Plays music like your art music. It plays sounds like you're at a coffee shop. You can hear people talking. You can't understand what they're saying. You can hear plates kind of bumping together, and Hmm. it it is it really saved my sanity. The uh, first couple weeks of working remote were pretty crazy. Uh, It was a big a big adjustment for you. Oh yeah, just the quietness. I'm I'm I rent an office away from my home because of my three kids and my my youngest isn't in school full time and I live in the middle of the country so I get 0.5 meg a second so it's pretty slow internet out there ouch uh, yeah so I moved in, I I rented an office 3 miles from my house but it's just one room no windows very quiet just me and I was not used to that quietness and it kind of I I didn't the first couple days it was I just felt a little awkward and then toward the end of the first week, I started feeling uneasy mm-hmm. and somebody pointed me to coughativity. And, and I, I, always joke around with other people when they ask me, I said that that actually saved my life, uh, because I might have gone back to commuting had I not really <laughs> had something like that. Uh, uh-huh. I, I have a hard time listening to music whenever I'm coding, uh, especially music with words, right? Um, because I start hear even, even if I don't know the song, I start hearing the words. And my mind starts processing that instead of processing, uh, the problem that I have at hand.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So I, I have been only been doing this since mid February and I'm, I'm really surprised that there aren't more companies doing remote work.
0: What surprises so, you about that?
1: I, I feel now that I'm doing it and I look around and, and I meet other people, uh, doing remote work and I hear more and more about it that you just limit yourself on your talent pool to people who are willing to move to your area or already live in, in your area. And there's such a, a larger audience uh, and, and great employees that you could uh, have or just people that you could work with out there that are, are not willing to move to your area. Um, I know I heard Ernie Miller on Wide Teams not too long ago, and he talked about how much he, he loves where he lives. Louisville, I believe he said? Mm-hmm. Um and, and and how it it helped like living there is is good for his sanity he loves living there and and it's just good for him so he wouldn't want to move up to let's say St Louis no matter what a company is offering he's probably not going to want to move so they are limiting themselves from getting somebody like Ernie to come there and actually I met him at Ruby Midwest I heard him talking about Laura too uh, who is out in San Francisco and commutes. Uh, about two hours. Um, I was in that conversation with them that night that Ernie talked about on the podcast. So mm-hmm. that was it was pretty interesting because I was just telling her that I had just moved to a remote job when we were talking to her about looking for remote jobs because why not? And mm-hmm. the companies that are are allowing that, I think maybe they'll they're pushing the technology envelopes a little bit mm-hmm. um, using the new tools, learning the things they're paving the way for everybody else. So I think that uh, the more companies should jump on board
0: Apart from the background noise, it sounds like it's been a pretty good transition for you.
1: Yeah. Uh I get I get a lot more family time. Uh and and uh I get I get time to work on I guess I would call it my profile. Um my, my blog, my Twitter account, GitHub, yeah. open source, talking to people on IRC quite frequently. I like I like to get on there and hang out and try to answer some questions sometimes. Just uh, building my profile, which I also think is is not only good for me, it's also good for the company I work for because they can mm-hmm. point to that profile as somebody that works uh, with them. And, and Advancing me. I have more time to advance who I am to learn more and, and advance me as well as spend time with my family, where before a lot of that time was spent on the road. I listened to a lot of podcasts before, uh, which were great, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a big difference between listening and practicing and i wasn't able to practice as much before as i am now right so so that has been fantastic and mm-hmm. uh actually when first moving also ended up with uh, a few little back problems and i think it's because uh at the old job you know people would ask me questions i would get up and move around and here when people are asking me questions or i'm asking them questions instead of getting up and moving around to ask them I am sitting in my chair and not moving. Right. So I started uh, doing Pomodoro techniques with a – I actually use a website, Pomodoro Timer, tomatoista. Uh, it's tomatoi.st, and it just has links for a Pomodoro a short break and a long break uh, that start a timer, and it beeps at you when it's done. And every 20 minutes, I get up and take a five-minute walk, uh, get a drink, just move my back around a little bit. Mm. And uh, that is, has helped dramatically, not only with my back, but with my ability to solve problems. Uh, just stepping away and, and letting my mind figure out uh, what what to do next while I'm not staring at the screen has been fantastic for me, mentally and physically.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't uh, work through a tough problem without getting up and moving around.
1: Yeah, I really wish I had a window here. That would be (laughs) perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I think I heard you talk before about at an old job you used to get up and walk around.
0: the. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people that, I mean, seriously, I cannot think without walking around. Um, You know, if I know what I'm doing, I can can bang out some code. But if I've got, you know, a serious problem to work through or, you know, trying to figure out, like, design issues or something, uh, I have to get up and pace around. And it, it was problematic at some of my old jobs. I mean, uh I used to, I used to circle the halls uh, <laughs> and I, I knew that, you know, there had to be some people that like noticed and, and wonder like what the heck I was doing because I clearly wasn't going anywhere. I tried to look, you know, like I had a destination in mind sometimes, but uh <laughs> carry a piece just, of paper. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like, you know, most of the time I'd be, you know, staring off into space and, and, or I would go out to the parking lot and just like walk, walk up and down the parking lot. And yeah, a lot of places just aren't really set up to be conducive to that. Um, my new favorite cafe around here is actually right next to the, um, the rail trail, which is this, uh, bike and, and walking trail that's built next to a railway, an old rail, railroad line. And, uh, so I go and I'll go and, set up my laptop at this cafe. And then every time, anytime I need to think about something, I'll just step out the door and walk a little ways up the real trail and then come back.
1: Oh yeah. that That is fantastic. I do that a lot to uh, go outside, walk around the block, don't have a trail, but, uh, just getting, I, th- I think there's a lot to that, um, to give your mind something else to do and, and the change of scenery just to help you process thoughts. Yeah. I also will um, – I probably look awkward because I live in a really small town, so I will uh, go outside and walk around and juggle at the same time. Um, oh, really? And I do have a unicycle that uh, – I used to ride a unicycle when I was about 12 and uh, haven't had one since then. I thought it would be like a bike, and I'd just get back on it and go, and it is not. Huh. Um, <laughs> it is – uh way more difficult than I remember and I I can't do much but but that's kind of uh one of the things that I'm hoping that by the end of the summer whenever I do my my five minute um thinking runs I'll just hop on the unicycle and ride around the block and let all the people stare at me (laughs) (laughs) uh how did you how did you
0: go about finding an office since since you're you're working out of an office
1: uh, well, I I, I cheated. Um, <laughs> my my father-in-law is a civil engineer and owns an office building, and he doesn't use the whole building. He rents part of it out. So uh, I told him that I was gonna be working from from here and, and asked him if he knew of any place I could rent an office. Uh, I kind of knew that he already had space, <laughs> um, and and he said, yeah, uh, you can you can just rent part of the office that I'm in. Uh there's his his business here. There's a newspaper here and there, there is a chiropractor here, mm-hmm. which is also fantastic for my back.
0: Yes, yeah, that <laughs> and, would be.
1: And I I uh, I made I did make a couple of appointments with them whenever it first started hurting. Mm-hmm. And uh actually being in the same building as them was perfect too because I didn't remember when my appointment was. They just came <laughs> knocked on my door. <laughs> <laughs> I wish all appointments were that convenient. Yes. Yes. I, I, we need a dentist and a medical doctor in here and I'll be set. Maybe a place to get my haircut. Yeah. So, so I already had a a contact for an office and, um, he, he's been, uh, pretty good and, and gave me a good deal. I, I still pay. So I tell the other tenants whenever their light bulbs go out and things like that, don't come ask me to change it because I pay just like they do. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, I think that the mental switch from moving to my house into the office, just that little short three-mile drive that I have, uh, really gets my mindset for the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have worked from home a few times uh, when there was, like, thunderstorms and just pouring rain. I just didn't feel like driving to town, so I stayed and worked from home. But it, it was not the same as going to the office. But I do have windows at home, so that was kind of yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do like
0: having windows where I work. Just well, very I, cool. It sounds I, like it's it sounds like the uh, remote life is working out for you pretty well.
1: It is, it is. It was a transition period, and I, I think that just about anybody would go through that transition period, especially if they're a very extroverted person and like being around lots of people, which I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I come home from a conference, I am on a roll for three or four days, I just, I don't want to sleep. I just want to run and go do things. And hmm. So I like being around a lot of people. I do try to go to a coffee shop once in a while, but not too often. So that, that was probably the hardest part for me was, mm-hmm. was just being alone.
0: But it does sound like you've, you know, you're, you do get to do a bunch of meetups I mean, it seems like that's important. You know, if you're not going to see your coworkers in person anymore, it seems like it's good to, find some you know some way of of going out you know, make a point of going out and uh, meeting with other people in your in your industry in person
1: yeah and the meetups got better mm. with me not having to drive I decided to use some of that time to uh, call around to companies and get sponsors and things like that so now, We've had food and drinks and door prizes. Uh, I, I know, thanks to you, we we gave away a, a month of Ruby tapas. That was absolutely amazing, and thank you. We've done Code Climate, giving away GitHub uh, micro accounts, and just all kinds of, of things like that 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 draw people in. And now that I'm being able to spend a little more time, I had the group. Um, I, I wanted our our group to give back. To the community at large, so uh, I have everybody bring in cans of food, and I actually have time to go donate those cans of food to a food pantry uh, that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're kind of reaching out to the community. And um, my my next thing that I'm hoping to do is find an out of town speaker, or an author, and get a company to sponsor them to fly in and talk at our local group. That sounds awesome. So I'm trying to turn them into mini conferences. That's my goal.
0: <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. And it's, it's very cool to hear that you've, that going remote has freed you up to put more energy into that. Yeah. One thing we haven't talked about yet. You uh, are involved in a podcast of your own, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm in a, a podcast. That we have we just recorded the 16th episode on Tuesday, uh, episode 15 because we started at zero, and uh, it's called "This Agile Life." It's uh, a podcast about what it's like being agile in the real world. What what our kind of tagline is. It's um, we we talk about how different. Agile practices are, are affect different companies and different teams, um, problems that you run into. Uh we've had a, a few guests and there's a running set of hosts that, that uh we kind of switch people in and out. Uh the main hosts uh are John Sextro and I believe myself, I think I've only missed one episode, maybe two, since we started recording. And it we just we talk about, we try to talk about what, what problems we've seen. I've, I've been doing Agile for about six years and just what, what things out there uh, work for us. And our, our last episode was actually about co-located teams versus wide teams. So oh, right. it's very fitting. And maybe, maybe some of the listeners of this might enjoy hearing that one.
0: I think that's very likely. And, and we'll definitely put a link in the show notes. Sounds good. Well, Amos, uh, before I let you go. Where can people find out more about you and your uh, various projects online?
1: I am available on GitHub and on Twitter at adk A-D-K-R-O-N. And my blog is dirtyinformation.com. It is not the most beautiful blog in the world, but I have a great big pair with me sticker up at the top that you Woo! can click on and uh, shoot me an email. And I would love to use some of my extra non-drive time to pair with some people on some open source projects. That would be a lot of fun. Awesome. Amos, thank you so much. Thank you, Abdi. You have a great day. You too.
0: And that is our show for today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Just subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Go to yteams.com You can also find the show in the iTunes music store. The Y Teams podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 license. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next week, this is Abdi Grimm signing off.